Hey, good morning, Eastern Oregon, and welcome to this January 2nd, 2024 version of AM Live on EOA, your connection to Eastern Oregon. Glad you're here with me today. Dodsey's not with me. He's not feeling well this morning, so it's just me flying solo. And here in a little bit, Pastor Jared Upwall will be here with me talking about Neighbors Together. So I'm glad you're here with me. And uh, we'll see how this goes. We will miss Kyle. Hope he's feeling a little bit better uh, today. So, um, yeah. So this is going to be some of those. There's no sports show this morning because he's not here. But so what are you guys? Uh, I'm going to look at the comments here. I have my phone open. What are your new rare, New Year's resolutions? Kind of give me an idea of of what it is you're thinking about. And I don't know if I'm a very big New Year's resolution guy or not, because I try and manage my own expectations. And I have had this, like everyone, you have this, the best intentions, you start out and, you know, you, uh, within a couple of months, you, you've kind of slid back and stuff, but maybe what are some of the things that you want to work on? Uh, I have some things that I'm working on, some, some goals that I'm trying to put in place, but uh, we'll kind of have to see how that goes. So anyhow, well, let's take a look outside uh, and see what the weather is like this morning. It was kind of frosty a little bit, um, and I don't know what how cold it's got to be. It was There was frost on the windows, on the car windows, and so it's got to be pretty close to freezing. Beautiful sunset this morning when I drove in from Island City. And let's take a look at the weather, Benny, and see what the forecast for today is. So up to 41 degrees tonight, down to 34. Looks like a little bit of rain. Uh, and then throughout tomorrow, snow showers maybe in the morning. Then Thursday, mostly cloudy. And then Friday, a few snow showers. And it looks like it. we might get a little bit of snow over Saturday and Sunday. So who knows? But uh, uh, looks like that maybe winter is coming. Boy, I tell you, on on Christmas Day or over the excuse me on New Year's Day or over the weekend, it was like I told Tanya, it was like, man, this is like spring weather. I mean, it just it was really pretty, but we missed the winter. So I have this feeling that winter winter will be coming at some point. So um, yeah. So that, that's kind of where we are. Uh, let's, uh, I'm going to, uh, we'll go to a commercial here and we'll be right back with Pastor Jared Upwell, who is one of the board members of the Neighbors Together. We're going to talk about the Neighbors Together organization and what it is they do. And Benny, at the very bottom of that list, I added a video that I want you to play during the, the, during the, the break. Uh, there is a, an organization that I work with called Creating Memories for Disabled Children. And they have a camp up in Wallowa Lake. And uh, we're going to show that video. It's just a minute and a half long, uh, while two and a half minutes while Jared comes up. So we'll be right back with Pastor Jared Upwell talking to us about Neighbors Together. Welcome to Creating Memories for Disabled Children at beautiful Wallowa Lake, Oregon. Over the years, we have offered families of children with disabilities a free vacation at our beautiful camp properties. 
These getaways are a respite for families who often deal with an increased amount of emotional stress, financial hardships, and isolation. At Creating Memories, these families are able to relax in the knowledge that their child is loved and that their efforts are seen. Since 2018, we have completed a cabin renovation every two years, continually increasing our capacity to serve. We have fully renovated three cabins to become fully accessible lodging for families including full kitchens and wheelchair accessible bathrooms. turn our focus to the lodge building at the Creating Memories Camp. Our vision for the lodge includes gatherings, networking, education, connections, community, and fellowship. We want it to be a place for families to share their struggles and joys, their needs and their knowledge, their setbacks and their celebrations. creating memories for disabled children, and our mission is to do just that. All righty, and we're back with Pastor Jared Upwell from Mountain Life Church, Mountain Life Church okay. right out there by Walmart. Yep. Yeah. And kind of tucked in there. Yeah, some people call us the Walmart Church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, and I, and I, I mean, I think the church was there before Walmart was there. Yes, the church has been there since yeah. 1979. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and so, well, hey, thanks so much for being with me this morning. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if, if you me. weren't here, then I'd be all alone in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, cool. Um, so I don't know, tell us, tell me about yourself, where you, where you grew up at and where you're from and how you got here to LaGrande. Yeah. I mean, originally I grew up in, uh, in Utah in Salt Lake city, Utah. Uh -huh. And, uh, then, um, part of my life and the other part of my life was in Northern California where I went to, uh, Bethany college and studied in, um, theology and youth ministries and. And became a pastor, I guess, for 20 years now. So, wow. Yeah. It just clicks by. Yeah. yeah. It just goes, goes on by. So Now, where were but, you at before, yeah, before so, here? So my family and I have uh, five kids, and we were in Arizona okay. before that. Um, and the uh, Lord brought us to LeGrand for is the... As the new lead pastor for Mount Life Church five years ago. Wow. So yeah. And so, 
then tell me how how did the neighbors together so because the neighbors together their food pantry is yeah. that the right term yeah is kind of is is housed at the facility of Mountain Life Church and talk yeah. to me about how that happened yeah so I mean you know neighbors neighbors together has been around you know of course before I got here right um, it's always been a partnership or a co-op of um, probably about 13 churches um, of just reaching the needs of of community members or people in need. And I th I basically, I believe how it got started, of course, because this is before I got here. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there was too many times where people were jumping church to church um, with certain needs of, you know, they needed food right. or or, uh, you know, like a hotel voucher, you know, some place to stay, you know. Um, and so finally they've started this co-op of churches where, you know, if they have somebody that comes by the church that's in need, that they can send them to Neighbors Together, which is, you know, a nonprofit 501c3. And through that partnership, they can get the, you know, help that they need, mm -hmm. um, depending what the need is, of course. Um, so the food pantry, the, the food bank is part of that um, and is actually, uh, you know, became a, which is now a food distribution site for community connections, um, your organ, um, you know, food bank services mm -hmm. and things that they serve in our county. And um, of course, with the closing of uh, Salvation Army, we're now the only um, food distribution site um, in Island City and LaGrand. Wow. So, yeah. Um, so how we came to be of moving it to our church, um, it, was a, it was right at the end of 2019 where it needed a new location. And I said, man, just use our facility, you know, because yeah. as part of my, you know, as a pastor, I just want to serve the community as best I can. And, and uh, it isn't just our own little church on an island. We want to just use our facility for the community. And yeah. so I said, hey, told neighbors together, let's, you know, if you're more welcome to move it here, and it's been there since at the right at the beginning of 2020. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So I, I mean, I'm, I've kind of become aware of. We did a, we did a video for Community Connections not too long ago for yeah. their food. How the, how the video, excuse me, how food was distributed. Right. And that was that was super interesting. I I wasn't aware of that. And then. And then also, uh, Tom Hansen is a guy who he works. He does our web. He services our. Yeah. He's kind of our web guy, and he's the current president. He's of the current president yep. of Neighbors Together. Yeah. And and so then I've gotten connected with you guys too. And so and and in fact we we've worked on a video and we're working on finishing a video for Neighbors Together. And uh, Bennett, go ahead and roll a little bit of that that video if you would and it it is um this is i mean this is this is kind of a I'm, I'm not sure if this was a particular day is this how it is always you guys set these tables up and yep. people can come through is that kind of the normal routine yeah so a little different than most food banks where you go and just get a box of random food uh in a in a, in a food box uh, we set tables up and create a marketplace. 
and just have different types of food, various food uh, through the tables and just allow people to go shopping like they do in a grocery store. Right. And to just get the food that they need or, um, you know, for the week. So um, majority of the food comes in through Community Connections, of course, through their partnership with the different grocery stores uh, in, the, in the area. Um, and then there are, of course, uh, Marketplace Foods mm -hmm. um, and uh, Nature's Pantry that donate directly to mm -hmm. us uh, throughout the week. And then so that's the majority where the food comes from. Yeah. Um, we're serving about, there's about 90, well, it's about between 75 or 90, depending what Tuesday. Yeah. Because this happens every Tuesday okay. around 10 o'clock um, of, like I said, 75 to 95 to 90 so people come through. Mm -hmm. uh, just the food bank itself on a Tuesday. Um, so there's, you know, there's quite a bit of yeah. <laughs> people there. Um, so and, later today then? Yeah, later today at, at 10 o'clock. And, of course, we have volunteers that come around 9.30. And yeah. um, it's, it takes about a good, you know, 15 to 20 volunteers to make it work right, basically. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so through the whole month of households that we serve in the community has been over 765 on an average wow. per month. So Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and then, and you started to mention that Neighbors Together actually does more than just the food distribution yes. also, right? Yep. Yeah, so we, so Neighbors Together has a wood lot, which, you know, we serve people that are in need of firewood for the wintertime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, we do do hotel vouchers that's run through the police department. Um, for It's mostly set up for those that are, you know, that are stranded, you know, maybe through a bad right. storm or uh, just passing on through that just need some temporary housing. Um, that's, that's most what it's for. Um, and we also have a uh, laundry uh, voucher um, through Scrubs, I think it's called Scrubs. Bubbles? Bubble. Well, it yeah. used to be the old Bubbles place. Oh, oh okay. I think it's called Scrubs E or I, E, I can't remember. But, uh, but that is actually a referral program now because we partnered with um, social, some of our social service agencies or, or Union County Emergency Services, just some of our um, areas where they, you know, it's more referral based mm -hmm. on those, you know, those types of services when it comes to the hotel vouchers, uh, the laundry. Um, and then gas gas vouchers as as well. So, so there's a so I mean this. So the food, the food you get from the different grocery stores and the food you get from community connections. Yeah. But but people contribute and they can contribute. Yeah. To help all with all of these other yeah. things, right? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So and that's the nice thing about the partnership with our other churches and hopefully we can get more partnerships with more churches in yeah. our area. Um, but each each church does support uh, Neighbors Together at least uh, monthly basis financially. Um, but also we have other people have donated um, that financially have, you know, from different areas. Yeah. Community members um, or uh, because, you know, it's we're, we're in a, a time, of course, after the, the COVID and all that, yeah. uh, things changed a little bit where we have to, we actually have to pay for the food that we're, uh, you know, not the food that's donated directly to us, 
but what we get through Community Connections, we're actually paying you know a small fee just to you know have that food. Yeah. Uh, we're we're talking a lease over a thousand pounds of food yeah. <laughs> a week, you know. So so are um, you so then you guys are helping pay for the delivery or some of the expense? Or yeah, what? some yeah. of the expense I think is probably some of the overhead. Maybe yeah. Community Connections is yeah. is due. So it's you know because they have that new warehouse right. now and so um and so that's that's part of so you know there are um of course there are some grants different things but you know neighbors together is a little different because it's set up as a religious nonprofit 501c3 and so there's not a lot of grants or you know right. different things you can get to yeah for for this to you know particular nonprofit. um so but yeah it's just it's mostly just funded through community support you know, and, and, and your local churches. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, you, you've been at ministry a while. Yeah. You, and you were in a very urban area before, right? In the city. Yeah. Yep. So, and I, the, the landscape is changed a great deal, even over the last five years. Absolutely. COVID compounded that, you know, yeah. The, the homelessness and the mental, uh, the mental crisis, mentally ill crisis, yep. that's not the word I'm looking for, but the, um, there's just, there's a lot going on right. that are out there. Yeah, there's a lot of things that has affected a lot of people the last five yeah. years, right? So. Well, and there's a lot of need, I right. mean, at the end of the day, right. that's, you know, I mean, people need help, and, and so, and there are times that people are critical of the church, of like, hey, yeah. Where are you at? You know, what, yeah. how, how, why doesn't the faith community do more? Yeah. I mean, do you hear those things? Oh, I, 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 you know, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, of course, you know, those type of questions people don't understand as much as what goes on with churches, maybe right. if they're right. not involved in a church or, right. or things. But, um, but when you, you know, when it comes to uh, different services of, you know, people in need of food or, uh, you know, your, or homelessness, you know, the churches are always the first response. Right. You know, meaning that people are always going to a church first if, if, if right. they have a need. Right. And so that's the whole idea of Neighbors Together. Instead of just somebody jumping church to church with that need, right. why can't we have a, which, with Neighbors Together, have one, you know, where that where that need could be helped or fulfilled, yeah, and it doesn't overwhelm that church or a pastor, or, right? You know, or um, and so that's the, yeah, that's the the whole idea around it. So, but. well, and I remember, I mean, I pastored for a number of years, and I remember the routine calls, and they were routine. I would right. get routine, you know, hey, you know, yeah. I'm having I'm having troubles making rent this month. Could yep. you guys help and so on and so forth? Yeah. And, and um, and it was always was always difficult. That was it was difficult. You know, Very I difficult. wanted to point them a direction, and and that was different. You know, I mean, I would say this that um, the the benefit of a being a part of a church is to be a part of it. You're right. a part of it. It's a family. Right. You know, and and if you're there and you're showing up on a regular basis, then people are aware of your needs. They know what's going on. The same way that you know people. People experienced uh, their families at Thanksgiving or at Christmas. You know, yeah. pretty soon you start talking about if somebody has a need and then families help each other out. Well, 
churches right. are in that same manner. They help, you right. know, they're able to most identify with the people that they are closest to. Right. And so, so, um, but it was always a struggle for me. You know, I always wanted an organization like Neighbors Together. Yeah, as Be, pastors. Because then it becomes a little bit, because there is, there is a little bit of a vetting process that has to go. I mean, there's so much demand, right? That you, that's it's hard. I mean, there's just right. there there are limited resources, and so then, right? There has to be some kind of a vetting yeah. And process. I think you know the one thing that I've noticed through Neighbors Together is that it's it's an easy way to build a bridge gap between the churches and other community partners, right? You know where. It just isn't just, you know, the churches are on their own little island and some of our community partners are doing anything where we can bridge the gap to, yeah. to help those, you know, the, that are in need. Yeah. And to, you know, so we don't all feel overwhelmed with all the needs that we're facing right now, you know. Yeah. So, so who are, give me an idea, an example of some of the community partners well, that you've like been able through, to Well, like through, you know, through DF, DHS and uh -huh. our, you know, sheriffs and police and, you know, the Grand Police Department. Um uh, Union County Emergency Services, you know, some yeah. of those, you know, just, you know, some of those, uh, um, you know, of course, you know, through community connections too as well. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, just, it just, you know, where we can communicate and, because we do, we do work a lot with social services, yeah. you know, and um, DHS and things too with, with some of our families, because we are, you know, there's, there's calls that we get in, like, we you know, we have this foster family or we don't want to remove this child because they need food in the house, or you right, know, different right, right. different things like that, or firewood. So we'll right. you know we'll get we'll try to fulfill those needs you know through neighbors together. So yeah, yeah. Well, and what I see is that the communication between agencies, being able to talk, and that's that's <laughs> the that's most important part. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the it's the handoff. Right. You know what I mean. So then. Right. Um, so handing off uh, someone that you're servicing from one agency to another and communicating about the needs of that person right. or the needs of that family and right. how yep. how best to serve them, you know, part of it is so then they don't have to tell their story over and over again depending exactly. on what's going on, right. you know, and go yep. through the humiliation of having yep. to say it. And, and part of it is is just being able to to continue services for them right. wherever it is that they're right. going. And, you know, and that's... And, th and that's really important. I mean, uh, one thing that I like, that I love doing is working with, you know, other partnerships through the community is knowing that, you know, you're actually fulfilling a real need. And yeah. it's not just some makeup, right. you know, because there are, you know, we, we do live in a time where a lot of people like to scam. Right. And, you know, it's the system and things like that. So that helps to know um, that somebody is truly in need too. Yeah. You know, that it just, because, you know, being a pastor too, you... There's a lot of people like to, you know, it, it, they like to scam yeah. churches sometimes. So, yeah, yeah, no, and and they, in that I mean, and that's part of the vetting process, right? You know, exactly. And it's, yeah, and, it's yeah. and yeah, it's it's such a sticky situation. I mean, and yeah. it's not, it's not unlike, you know, your adult child coming home, right, and wanting to live with you when. Yeah, they actually need to be out getting a job and yeah. doing their stuff and going and getting Absolutely. on with their life. And so you're yeah. so as a parent, you're in this spot of loving them and not wanting to withhold 
things from them, right. but at the same time you're wanting to create enough of incentive for them to launch and get on with life. You know? Right. Well, in time and resources, you yeah. want it to, you actually want it to go to someone that needs help. Right. Not right. just someone that's, you know, it's, right. uh, you know, just trying to be a scam. Yeah. This, you know, or something, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, what a, I, 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 I don't miss being in that position, you know? Yeah. So, uh, all right. So here's a curveball for you. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so because, because this, 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 the, uh, there's this conversation that is happening because, uh, believers, Christians, they, I mean, the, the very heart of them is compassion yeah. and taking care of the widows and taking care of, I mean, those are scripturally. That's, that's what Christ did, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely, absolutely yeah. yeah. And so, you know, but on the same hand, there's this, you know, the, the and I understand there's this other side of like, well, you need yeah. to take care of yourself, you need to earn your way, you need to be yeah. responsible for the mistakes you've made and so on and so forth. Yeah. And those... And those types of things are pitted against each other, and and yeah. politically right now, right? Absolutely. Politically, yeah. that is, you know, politically you have, you have people on the left, that, you know, when you look at some of the things that have happened, it's it's actually compassion gone wrong. I mean, right? Their their motive is to take care of the needs of the poor without any boundaries, you know. And so then that's why you have yeah. people camping on the streets of downtown Portland yeah. and so on and so forth. So so their compassion and then, and then you have on the other side you have you have the right that some of those people are believers. Go get a job, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I mean, I don't know, do you have do you see that? Oh, now? absolutely. I mean, yeah, both yeah. sides. Yeah, absolutely yeah. and how you you know um you know, and I it's you know, I of course, what I do and and everything that you know I personally believe is is follow exactly what Christ teaches mm -hmm. and what He does and um, you know it's like for me I don't believe we should hand out money um, to to people in need. I mean I never I've never seen anywhere in Scripture where Jesus actually handed money to the poor. Yeah. He says if they're hungry you feed them. Yeah. If they need a shirt you give them a shirt off your back. You know so right. so it's those it's you, you know. My focus is to focus on the need at hand mm. of what the person's going through, what, what they need. And so the compassion part I'm thinking of both sides is, you know, are you truly helping somebody out of your own heart or are you helping them for your own selfish desires? Mm. So, so explain, I mean, explore that a little bit. Well, right? I think, you know, you see, you see people that want to help somebody or feel because they want to fulfill their own you know, self-gratitude or mm -hmm. maybe their own political agenda. Yeah. But when you do it in a sense where none of that matters, it's, you know, I think you're, you truly show what the heart of compassion of who Christ truly is. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Not just of, you know, um, of, you know, trying to fulfill something else or, right. you know, so, yeah. Well, and do you find your place, I mean, I think if I were pastoring today, I would be in this place of, you're encouraging, you're encouraging good believer, Bible believing people Absolutely. to be compassionate, which is a weird thing to do. I mean, you know, so in other words, they're, yeah. they've, they've, uh, and I don't know about your congregation, but I mean, there's, 
there's there's a there's a pretty good part of the of the believers that have kind of like they've kind of pulled back and they're like get a job. I mean that's kind yeah. of their position. Get right, a job right. and go yeah. take care of yourself. And and you know and and there are times they have to be encouraged to be like, well, that's not what Jesus said. You know, Jesus, right. yeah, Jesus didn't exactly. say go get a job. He, you know, right. I mean, yeah. yeah, what he often yeah. did was he rescued and then he said, go and sin no more. Yeah. You know, and, and so. And I think, you know, and I think when, you know, God gets a hold of somebody's life that, yeah. you know, those, there's a transformation process that happens, of course. We know that, you know, we're transformed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and through that, there's, you know, I, God does something where, you know, of course they start getting in the word and, and they start looking at the biblical principle of God's word that you see people start to prosper again, mm -hmm. you know, where they can help themselves, where they can explore, you know, the yeah. whole, hey, I need to get a job and yeah. take care of my family, you know, dif different, you know, different things like that. So it's the whole, you know, it isn't just coming to the point of, you know, you just don't judge someone based on where they're at in life. That's exactly You right. love on them as right. Christ loved them. Right. And as Christ loved that person, they're totally transformed. Yeah. And that's the whole idea is what, you know, that I believe that, you know, as a church and of yeah. course as a pastor, but, uh, and, you know, I, and, you know, we, even as with neighbors together, that that's, that's what we do. Yeah. You know? Well, and it so. is, I mean, you, you hope they're transformed. Yeah. But it's really, you're loving without strings. Exactly. You're just, yeah. you're, you know, I mean, uh, you're, you know, you're hoping, you're hoping that something will change in their life. Yep. Um, yep. So, and you set the example of that, right? You know, there's been plenty of um, people that we've helped in need that, you know, look like, oh, well, I want to help serve. So right. we give them opportunity to serve. Yeah. You know, and um, and so that that brings, you know, that that helps them to gain confidence and things that just not be someone in need all the time, but they're actually helping to serve others. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's the whole idea about it. So when I, before I was here, I was a youth pastor, a youth and music guy in Seattle. Yeah. And we lived right in the university district, right? Uh, just right in downtown Seattle. And there was this guy, we, uh, we lived just right next door to the church. And so we were just in that environment all the time. Yeah. And there was a guy who had come over to the church. His name was Wayne. And he was, he he was homeless, but that was part of his choice was to be on the street, yeah. which is another story. But anyhow, he, uh, Wayne would, he would come by the office and I, he would, uh, you know, want to, well, Wayne, can I buy you a hamburger? Or he'd say, I'm hungry. Like, well, can I buy you a hamburger? Absolutely. Well, we'd, yeah. we'd, we'd walk a half a block to the burger shop and and it was funny because the Dick's Hamburgers on 45th Street, I don't know if you've been there, it's, they only... They don't serve burgers in a particular fashion. You get it how it is. That's right. yeah. There's no there's no customizing the no burgers. Customer. You know. And, you know. And he'd say, "Oh, I don't want that." And it's like, "Sorry, Wayne. That's just how it comes." You know. And right. So, so anyhow, so we get a burger. Well, then, so one one night I was over at the church and getting ready to go home, and it's cold. You know, it's probably 35 degrees, not quite freezing, but almost cold for Seattle. It was wet. And he's laying right outside the doors of the church, you know, on a, uh, had a newspaper down and he's got himself covered up with a newspaper. So right. I, I went and got some blankets and, you know, went out there and Wayne, get up, get up. I got to put, you know, and so I made a little mattress for him, went out of blankets and laid down and put him down. And it was so funny. 
as I'm covering him up with this blanket, it was a wool blanket. He's like, oh, oh, I don't want wool. I don't want wool. That yeah. <laughs> so it was like, Just like the burger, yeah, huh? yeah, you're going to freeze to death and you're complaining, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, and so it was funny. So, yeah, so I pulled the wool blanket off, put another blanket on top of him and then put the wool blanket on top, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it, it is, uh, you know, and I mean, uh, I was there for six years, and over a course of six years, I yeah. intersected with Wayne's life and tried to help him get into housing and so on and so yeah. forth. And and but that I mean, it taught me a lot about that. His that was his part of that was his choice, right? And Absolutely. part of it was is that part of what I realized about Wayne is is that as long as he's on the street like that, nobody could tell him what to do. Yeah, I mean, at the very core of what was going on in his life was. Yeah. He didn't want to be told what to do. Right. And and you know, if he was living in a bush somewhere, you know, people yeah. I mean, people had no control over his life. Yeah. yeah. So anyhow. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, I don't think everybody I mean, this is a different time than what it was then. Right. But uh but no, what a what a spot that Yeah. You know, well, and you're, you know, there's there's a lot of things that you're dealing with when yeah. it comes to people in need, you know. Of yeah. course, we have the mental, there's there's a lot of mental illness taking yeah. place, and there's addiction you're dealing with, and and there's just life circumstances, you know. And, of course, that doesn't help with some of the mental challenges, things, and too, of all. So, but everybody just needs an, uh, an encouragement, you know, yeah. you do the best you can. Right. Um, without judgment, you yeah. know, of course, but... Um, um, but yeah, I mean, through our food bank, you know, you know, some of the, of course, through Neighbors Together, some of the, we, we serve a lot more families than we see people that are homeless though. You yeah. Know? So, um, different, you know, so it's a little different, you know, not, I mean, we, you know, there, of course we are serving some that are homeless, but majority of our people that do actually have everyday jobs and, you right. know, or just, you know, or in, in transition between another job or just moved here and, you know, kind of trying to, you know, get a job. And yeah. so there's, this, you know, so it's the best we can to fulfill, you know, if those, if it's, you know, someone that has a family that needs food, let's, let's get them food, you know. And so, you know, we do uh, deliver food boxes um, at the end of the month to a lot of our um, retirement homes too, you know, with some of our elderly, so yeah. too as well, but yeah. Well, good. So, if somebody wants to, if somebody wants to donate, they yeah. want to be a part of helping this situation. Yeah. Um, where do they go? They I go to their website. The website, yeah. yeah. Neighbors Together of Union County. Um, I, you know, I think you guys will probably put that yeah. on there, and uh, yeah. or they, they, you know, they can call the Neighbors Together phone number, or um, or you know, we've had uh, people just within if they're. A congregational member of another church. Yeah, they just talk to their pastor, and and we've had churches, you know, people give through their church, you know, that that way too. So, yeah, yeah. So the the con the the link is in our um, is in the comments of Facebook, and and Benis, uh, Benny, show us show us that video. There's here's a video of of how people can actually get to that to the church because there and there's a couple of different directions. Uh, there just find walmart <laughs> just find walmart yeah so this this one is going through this direction is going through the walmart parking lot and then around to the back where the food bank is um into the gym, and then yeah. this one is coming down walton road 
uh, and finding your way back there. Um, and then this way is coming I wish I could drive that fast. <laughs> yeah. But please only go 10 miles an hour yeah, to the church yeah, parking yeah. lot. <laughs> don't drive that fast. Don't, don't drive it, yeah. Yeah, I don't need liability issues. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, well, cool. And, yeah, no, thank you for what you're doing. Absolutely. And thank you yeah. for, uh, thanks for Neighbors Together. And I think that uh, there's a, you know, there's a place for people. I mean, I would imagine that Neighbors Together is, although it's, you know, supported by churches and stuff, even if people are not church people, right. they can volunteer, right? right? Yeah, yeah. We, we have that quite often, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so there's a, there's a place yeah. for people to serve yep. regardless of their persuasion. Yeah, we've had, even through EOU, some of the yeah. different clubs that yeah. the college has, and um, uh, Grand Grand Ron Hospital, they've they sent a team of nurses one time down yeah. to volunteer. Um, so yeah, sports, football, the Grand, the little Grand, uh, you know, the high school and yeah. Um, Grand, in fact, Grand Ron Academy, or you know, our private Christian school, and one of our private Christian schools in the area, they send a team of kids down every Tuesday. Wow. And they serve. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. So yeah. So love, you know, and of course people with community service, probation, they'll call it. Yeah. <laughs> people that need community service, you know, uh, yeah. service hours. So yeah, we, it just isn't people in churches. So I tell you, one of the most, you know, when I was part of it, when I was a college and then when I was a youth pastor, you know, I would, I would, we I would take the teen group and this is when we were in Seattle, it was a lot easier, and you'd go to serve in a mission. You yeah. Know? Or when I was in college, we went and served in a mission in San Francisco. And and it is, I mean, it is just a, a, it's a, it's a wake-up experience. And part of it yeah. is, um, I don't know, there's just all kinds of things that you understand. One is, is the, the need, the needs of people are like super basic, you know. I mean, sometimes... They just need a smile. They just yeah. need a, you know. They just, they just. I mean, even Absolutely. being kind to them is yep. is is, is, is a, encouragement. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. is a huge encouragement to yep. them, right? You know, and but the other thing is, is that I mean, I went through a period in my life where, you know, and somebody, you know, when I had served in missions or been a part of missions and talked to the leadership of those things, and they would they would help me understand that, you know, or they would try to help me understand that a lot of people are just one paycheck away from being homeless. Mm -hmm. And and you think, well that could never that could never happen to me, you know. Yeah. And I mean, and there was there was a period of time where I spent two weeks in just the most awful hotel here mm -hmm. in La Grande, you know, and I became <laughs> really clear. It's like, yeah, this is this is how people this is how people become so close to being homeless. Now yeah. I'm not comparing my situation or my life to you know what's happening in a lot of people's lives, but yeah. it's just a the, the fact is is that we're compassionate, and you know there's there's something that is off awesome when we're able to reach out and help. Yeah. But that's all of us. We don't know it, but right. we're Absolutely. just all we're just yeah. all right there. Yeah, because you know? life throws curveballs. Yes, it does. Right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And I think we all need to 
be there for each other and encourage one another. And like you said, that smile, you know. Yeah. We call it, I call it the joy of the Lord, you know. Right. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what does it cost? What does it cost us personally to be kind and nice and smile and gentle and compassionate? Right. Nothing. Yeah. Right. Does it cost anything? So. Nope. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks, yeah, Jared. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. And, and, uh, you all be sure and check out the uh, Neighbors Together website. Uh, that URL is is in the uh, the comments here, and you have an opportunity where you can. There, I know they have a donate button there, and so you can donate. And there, and what you give uh, is tax deductible. Yep, goes to the five hundred one C three. So, yep. All right. Well, thanks, Jared, for being here. And hey, and thank you, Eastern Oregon, for being here. Appreciate you being here, and we'll be right back here this coming Thursday, and hopefully Kyle will be with me then. So, hey, have a good day.